welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Dawson Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. This is Ted Austin will be with us momentarily. I come to you this morning, and I'll let you know that many of you haven't known this yet, but uh, Rush Limbaugh has died. He has succumbed to lung cancer, and he fought the good fight for about a year with the lung cancer, very difficult disease. Almost invariably, it's fatal, and it always uh, ends up having a lot of problems for the people who have the problem with lung cancer. Glad you're with me there, Austin. Uh, you, got, you, got a, you got your story ready to go? Yeah, sorry about that, bud. I don't know what was going on with uh, my connection. I've been working on it for the last couple of minutes, and it still wasn't happening. Uh, so, yeah, great to be with you. Great, uh, great information. Got a lot of different stuff going on with the show today. One thing I found, uh, there's a video that's kind of gone viral. Just come hot right out of the gate right now. And this happened down in West Palm Beach, um, in, on Sunday. And this is something I found to be almost troubling as, you know, Florida, we've pretty much decided and we've all pretty much agreed now that we're just not going to participate in COVID anymore for the vast majority of us. Now, you still have some of the ridiculous businesses and some of the real hardcore leftist fear-mongering companies that are still trying to promote fear constantly by telling people, even if they're outside or even if they're around the area or if they want to walk through, they have to wear their face diaper and have to submit to whatever other regulations are forced upon them to simply spend their money at these businesses. And as I've told you guys repeatedly, I've checked off probably about 80% of the companies that I've worked with and bought stuff from over the years down here in Florida. Because quite frankly, if you don't respect my right, then I don't give you money. That's just a very simple concept. It's eluded a lot of people. But anyways, so a group of individuals on Sunday, about a dozen or so, decided they were going to go to Trader Joe's in Palm Beach, okay? Trader Joe's, you know, kind of the hippie-ish liberal store, you know, sort of basically like a, a small uh, restaurant, shopping store, grocery store. So they decided they were going to go down there to this Trader Joe's, and they wanted to buy stuff. They flat out. They went in there with no masks, and they said, we want to go buy stuff. They've, many of them had been kicked out already from Trader Joe's for not wearing masks. And so they said, we're going to go down there in unison. So, of course, as soon as they walked in, they immediately started filming, which was smart. And, of course, management and employees started pitching a fit. But here was the kicker. There's like over a dozen of them. So how all of a sudden do you single out a dozen people that are trying to actively shop? Well, what they did next was interesting. They already knew the products that they were going to buy. So they had already printed off a list of what the products were, how much they cost, and basically that they were purchasing them. Basically, they wrote up their own receipt. So when they got to the register, of course, the you know clerks were like, you know, we're refusing you business. We're not going to, you know give you business. We're not going to allow you to spend money here because you're not wearing a mask. So they would put their receipts down, put their cash on top of the receipt, take a photo of the receipt with the product and proceeded to leave. Now, here's the part that it got so funny. At the beginning, when they first walked into the store, they were everybody goes, you can't come in here. You don't have mask. You can't come in here. You have to leave now. Well, when they go to leave, now all of a sudden, these clerks block the door and say, you can't leave, and basically start assaulting multiple of them. Grab them, grab the food out of their hands. I mean, they're talk we're talking 12 inches away from them, in their face, screaming and yelling at them. Now, this, this isn't the, the customers. This is the clerks yelling at them, screaming at them, right in their face. One of them grabs a bag of chips out of one of the customers that he had already paid for and launches it across the room, 30 feet, throws it across the room. 
absolute pinnacle of unprofessionalism at its finest example. And so finally a bunch of them kind of like scully out and it's just this huge giant debacle. And I just started laughing when I saw the video and it was so ironic to now to see that this COVID cult has way surpassed the concept of, Hey, we're going to wear a mask to protect ourselves. Hey, you should probably wear a mask to protect me to now. Even if you pay for something, you still can't leave, and we're going to grab the products out of your hand 12 inches away from your face, scream and yell at you, and throw the products that are now damaged because we're not going to let you leave even though you've paid for it. This shows you that it is no more about safety or protection or health, that it is simply turned into a full-blown mental disorder with a lot of these people. And what's interesting, I read the article that came out from Santa Cruz Sentinel, and the Santa Cruz mayor, Donna Myers, compared the anti-mask activist to drivers who run through red lights and wreck and kill people. I kid you not. That's what she compared them to. She went on to say, if the number of unmasked demonstrators amp up and become more of an issue, Unmasked demonstrators, because they walked into a store and wanted to buy product freely, she said that officials will assess the need to do more and more additional regulations will need to be crafted. The chief of police said, and this is funny, This is how, how, how long have we heard this now? A year? Over a year now? He goes, we can see the goal line in sight, the end of the pandemic. So now is the time to continue to social distance, wear a mask, make sure we're washing our hands, and doing everything according to the CDC guidelines, the chief of police, Santa Cruz, chief of police said. Now, is it just me, or have we not heard this so many times that it has lost its effectiveness now? Remember, even the Biden administration now came out, I think, last week, and they said, we're planning on expecting to wear masks into 2022 now for your protection, of course. You need to do this for your protection. Now, you can go eat high fructose corn syrup. You can go drink aspartame. You can go eat all the hydrogenated oil and MSG you want, Taco Bell and McDonald's, gorge as much as you want. That's fine. But you need to wear a mask for you our protection. And so I just want to bring this story up. Not only was it humorous, but it was a real eye-opener to see now the level of cult-like mindset that so many people have fallen into this trance. And so I commend these activists. I don't know if they handled everything the best way. Quite frankly, I just don't go to stores that don't want my business. But I did find it very, very funny in an ironic standpoint that first, they were not allowed to come in the store because they didn't have masks. At the very end, you have clerks now blocking the exit in their face, screaming and yelling and pulling stuff out of their hands because they paid for product that they weren't allowed to leave with now after they paid for it. Unbelievable the ignorance that has fallen upon the American populace, and that is why I continue to encourage people. Keep on speaking the truth. A lot of people are waking up right now. I mean a lot of people are waking up, and now is the time to continue to keep the information and the flow of truth out there, Dad. What do you think? Well, Austin, I just, uh, you know, when I saw the same video, and I was just shocked by it. I mean, if the county sheriff had really been doing his job, there would be multiple people now being charged with assault as far as the clerks in the store and the employees in the store. And, and you see this. You see employees who are being paid, in many cases, a minimum wage or 10 or $12 an hour. And I don't, you know, 
I don't, I don't say any, anything bad about that because, you know, we have different levels of employees in all different organizations and businesses around the country. So I'm not really concerned if they're making minimum wage, but you give these people a little bit of authority and all of a sudden they become the mask Nazis. They become the thought police. They become the person that walks up to you and pushes you, takes stuff out of your hand and assaults you because they're told to do that by their basically boss. And they don't even think about the ramifications to the store from a lawsuit standpoint and to the individuals from a civil standpoint and from a criminal standpoint. I mean, these people could be arrested for what they did. You know, all they should have done if this was really a big brouhaha with the store, they could have just called the police, have the police come in and ask the people to leave and trespass, warn them. There was absolutely no reason to treat their customers this way. And I guarantee you Trader Joe's right now, the top echelon of Trader Joe's, is pitching a biatch fit. They are mad that this happened in one of their stores and it got out of control like this and it's gone viral on social media. That's the problem that these corporations have when they have people who are running the individual stores allow their employees to go basically off the reservation and act like a bunch of maniacs. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. I saw the guy. He left the money on the register for a bag of chips because they wouldn't wait on him, walked out the store with the chips. The guy grabs the chips from him, throws them 30 or 40 feet away, breaking all of the chips, demanding that the guy leaves the store, wouldn't go, but told him to go back and get his money off the register. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've never seen anything like that before. That type of behavior from a store from people who are trying to buy stuff. Now, one of two things will happen. And in fact, both of these things will probably happen. There'll be more people coming to Trader Joe's now because they acted like a bunch of thugs. And there'll be less people coming to Trader Joe's now because they acted like a bunch of thugs. And the sad part about it is, Austin, is that this thing in the United States with these masks, it, they don't, number one, if the masks worked, if the masks worked, I would say, okay, let's wear masks. I would, considering the coronavirus is so deadly that people get it. But they don't work. That's the problem that people don't understand. Or they wear a face shield, which does absolutely nothing because it's just about compliance with the deep state. That's all this is. This is a satanic, mind-binding spell that they put on the people in the United States and around the world that these weak-minded individuals who work for Trader Joe's who basically are succumbed to this mind-binding spell have decided that they're going to implement no matter what happens, they're going to force it, force it upon the people who come into the store. And it's sad. I mean, I really think it's absolutely sad that we have found ourselves like this in the United States of America. I mean, it really is. It's, it's ludicrous. You know, Coach Dave wrote, a, wrote an article this week. In fact, it just came out. And he said, are Christians stupid? And I thought to myself, well, that's that's a pretty you know harsh thing to say. I mean, are Christians really really stupid? I mean, is there really a problem with Christians? Well, here's the problem with Christians as far as in the United States right now. We have been brainwashed. We have been brainwashed, and we have been placed under a mind binding spell by the Kabbalists who have written the Schofield Bible. Now, I can't be any more blunt than that. That's why so many Christians are unwilling to see the truth. Coach Dave says this. He goes, stupidity is more dangerous enemy of the good than malice. 
One may protest against evil. It can be exposed and, if need be, prevented by the use of force. Evil always carries with itself the germ of its own subversion in that it leaves behind in human beings at least a sense of unease. Against stupidity, we are defenseless. Neither protest nor the use of force accomplish anything here. Reasons fall on deaf ears. Facts that contradict one's prejudgment simply need not be believed. In such moments, the stupid person becomes even critical. And when facts are irrefutable and they are just pushed aside as inconsequential, as incidental, in all this, the stupid person, in contrast to the malicious one, is utterly satisfied, self-satisfied and being easily irritated becomes dangerous by going on the attack. For that reason, greater caution is called for when dealing with a stupid person than the one with a malicious one. Never again will we try to persuade the stupid person with reasons, for it is senseless and dangerous. This is a quote that they put in there by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German pastor who was killed by the Nazis. And he's absolutely right. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was one of those brilliant writers I've ever seen. And this is what we've become here in the United States now with the vast majority of Christians. It's not that they're ignorant because they just aren't educated. It's that they're stupid. They have the, they do not have the ability to evaluate something from a complex standpoint. If you say to them, the Schofield Bible was developed in 1850 by Darby. It was developed to bring in Zionism into Palestine and to create a new world order through the Rothschild banking cartel through the, basically the central banks by taking over Palestine. It was basically used to precipitate Zionism in the United States to get the Christians off the front lines to get them to stop thinking clearly about what they were doing because they were told they're going to be raptured and they're going to be able to go up in the first load and watch all hell break loose on the planet. And you think, well, if you had told us that back in 1850, we would have told you you were insane. It was never going to happen. But it did. And then what happened is Schofield, who was basically a thief, got himself all wrapped up in the higher elite of New York City, which Samuel Untermeyer, who got the Schofield Bible printed, who was the same guy who blackmailed Woodrow Wilson, who was the same guy who got the Federal Reserve Bank into the United States, who was the same guy who got income tax into the United States, who was the same guy who got brandished on the Supreme Court, who was the same guy who got us in the World War One, who was the same guy who declared war on Germany in 1933. Yet the same, the same group are all working together here. But you take a Christian and you try to step them back a hundred years. I don't know if it's because of the mind-binding spell that's been put on them. I heck, I don't know if it's because of the fact that you know they've been given so much fluoride, their IQs dropped by thirty points in the last seventy years. I don't know if it's because of the tricyclic antidepressants or the serotonin reuptake drugs or the doggone drugs are given for cholesterol. I don't know what the deal is, but they're dumb. And I love my Christian friends, and there are some out there that are really smart. There are. I've got multiple pastors out there who I can talk to, and they go, wow, I didn't know this was going on. I'm going to make changes in my church. And you go, okay. But the vast majority of people who go to churches, they've been trained to listen to their pastor, no matter what the pastor does, to listen to the quote-unquote Schofield Bible, no matter what this and By the way, it keeps getting updated every time it gets reprinted. Every single time, it's more and more and more pro-Zionism, and nobody bothers to notice that it was changed a whole bunch in the last hundred years. Just thought I'd mention that, too. And the crazy thing about it is it's being used now as a tool to brainwash the mindless masses. And sadly, the vast majority of Christians are stupid. 
I hate to say that about them, but it's the truth. But I will say one other thing. The vast majority of the population of the United States is stupid. And they are. And you think, well, gosh, I can't believe you're using that word this morning. No, I'm just being honest with you guys. If you decide that somebody walks into your store and you're going to assault them and you work there and you can be charged criminally and you start yanking and yoking stuff out of their hands and start pushing them around on video camera, you're stupid. You don't understand how law works and that you can't assault people. Those guys who walked into that store, any one of them, when they got pushed, could have decked. I mean, knocked out the person who touched them in the state of Florida with stand your ground laws and nothing would have been done. They would, they would not have been arrested. And see, this is where we have found ourselves in the United States. We have a population that at one time, back in 1950, 1940, was the most educated populace in the entire world. But they've done what they needed to do. They've got 60 million of us now addicted to opiates. Addicted. I mean, like either using prescription or over-the-counter opiates. Their goal, I guess, is to take 20% of the population, which is going to be their 60 million, 65 million, and keep these people buying drugs from the CIA, petrochemical pharmaceutical industries, slash Afghanistan heroin, slash keeping people drugged in a state of stupor, slash all the other prescription medications being used to continue to drop the IQ scores in the United States until nobody has any reasoning skills. Then become, we, become, we become a bunch of useful idiots that can run equipment and not ask questions like George Carlin said that I quoted twice this week. That's what's happening. So if, if you ask Dave Dabemeyer the question, you know, are Christians stupid or brainwashed? The answer is both. And it's not just Christians, Dave, and I, you're a good friend. It's not just Christians. It's the entire population of the country of which Christianity is a cross-section. So that's where we find ourselves now in the United States with some of the dumbest people I've ever seen. And I told you guys, years ago, we had a guy living next to us in a rental house, and he had stupid tattoos on his forehead, one-inch block letters. You guys think of, you guys laugh. I know you guys are laughing right now, but it's the truth. I saw it. Austin saw it. My wife saw it. I, I, didn't, I couldn't believe people are this dumb. But he did. He had stupid tattoos on his forehead. But the crazy part of all of this is that when you try, and we try so hard on this show because you guys are really smart. The guys who are listening to this show, you've got some really good concrete rational thought going on or you couldn't handle what we talk about. You think, wow, if this is what Ted and Austin Broen are saying, why don't we do this? We may not agree on it. And Austin said this just the other day on the show yesterday. Do your own research. Educate yourself and find out who's telling you guys the truth. But the vast majority of the people are so caught up in their state of brainwave state, their beta brainwave state, watching TV six to eight hours a day, eating their MSG laced potato chips, drinking their beer, getting drunk or drinking their diet soda, burning out their brains, that they sit there and drool on themselves while they watch TV, listening to mainstream media every single night, thinking that everything they're being told is the truth. And they believe it because it's been told to them by the idiot box. And they don't even realize that there are other people out there who don't feel or think the same way. And they don't realize, like I discussed in detail on yesterday's show, how the CIA has come in with Operation Mockingbird and has basically brainwashed the entire population of the United States to believe everything is a lie. William Case's own words. We will know we've done our job at the CIA when everything that everyone believes is a lie. That's where we are in the United States right now, where we have an election stolen from us and we can march on Washington, D.C., 
Donald Trump can tell you to march on the Capitol building, and then he quickly escapes, and then people are being basically arrested all over the country because they listened to what he said to do. He should have grabbed an American flag and led the entire group into the Capitol building. That's what he should have done, but he didn't do that. And now he's sitting down there in Mar-a-Lago in his giant estate going, oh, wow, this is absolutely wonderful. Look at the media coverage that I'm still getting from being president of the United States. I'll continue to use this to market myself in the Trump brand or whatever he's thinking. I don't know. I mean, I really don't understand any of this stuff because all we try to do on this show is tell you guys the truth. And we always try to tell it to you in a way that makes sense. That's why I went to the detail that I did yesterday with the OSS and the CIA and the involvement with the mafioso groups around the world and how they did it. You say, well, I don't want to know that much. Now, ah, now here, that, that, that's different. Now, that's different. That's different than being stupid. That's, that's kind of being naive, but it's not being stupid. When you make a conscious decision that I don't want to know what you just said, all right? Now, that's being the ostrich. That's walking over and sticking your head in the sand and going, I'm going to pretend like it's not real. I'm going to pretend like it's not real. I'm going to pretend like it's not real. I'm going to stick my head in the sand until it goes away. Well, that, that's, that's how you become, you know, the ostrich lunch, the ostrich dinner. That's, that's how you end up getting your head whacked off and you don't even know it. That's what a lot of the Germans did in World War II. It is. They decided that they weren't going to pay attention to what was going on. That's what Bonhoeffer is talking about here. They were going to pay it. They weren't going to look to see what was going on. They were going to be stupid or they were going to be naive or they're going to be a combination of both. And that's the problem with the population of the United States is that they won't learn from history. They've sat there and allowed themselves to be cooked like the proverbial frog in a boiling pot of water, and they don't want to believe this has happened. They don't. They want to believe that Donald Trump is sitting down in Mar-a-Lago and basically running the United States of America because Q told them that, which is a CIA psychop part of Operation Mockingbird. That's what they want to believe. They want to believe their prophets who've given some bad information and bad prophecies out that they're going to be the ones. They're going to be basically the victors in all of this because Donald Trump is still president of the United States running the country out of Mar-a-Lago. And they want to believe that because it's easier to believe the lie. Remember what Jesus said, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. He said, light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. That's why we always have to go to Jesus because he is the light. He is the Lamb of God. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Counselor. He is the Good Shepherd. He is the Savior, the Redeemer, the Deliverer, the Messiah, the Way. He is Jesus Christ. He is God Almighty. We've got to go to him because the world has preferred the darkness of Lucifer. And that's what we're seeing all over the place with the people who are simply refusing to believe the truth with their heads stuck in the sand because it's easier to believe the lie. Austin, what do you think? No, that's exactly what it is. You, I mean, you nailed it on the head. It's it's easier to believe the lie. See, what happens from a psychology standpoint, psycho, psychological standpoint, when you have something that you're lied to about, and you're lied to, and you're lied to, and you you believe it, you wholeheartedly believe it, you completely accept it as truth, and you start to get exposed to the actual lie, as far as that it's being a lie. At that point in time. You have to manage in your own skull and understand from a psychological standpoint, wow, I've been lied to. I believed the lie. I was completely and totally taken advantage of and I was had. And now I have to handle the situation accordingly and either move forward and do things differently or continue to sit back and say, 
No, there is no lie. It's all true. Everything they told me is factual. Continue to keep believing it. And th- that's where we are right now. We're in that very, very, very delicate situation right now where a lot of Americans have believed the lie so long that the government has the right to tell you you can't run your business. The government has the right to take away all aspects of normal life away from you because of a virus. That the government has the right to tell you to strap multiple masks on your face and reduce your oxygen levels and increase your CO2, causing all types of long-term health problems, including bacterial pneumonia, which has gone up through the roof now in the last few months. That somebody else has the right to do that to you, to tell that, to dictate, to control you, to make you do anything and everything they say at the snap of a finger. If you start believing that lie and all of a sudden you realize that the whole thing was built on a lie and the whole premise on which you have basically maintained these principles that they've told you to, now all of a sudden you've got to deal with it in your own skull, and that's what's happened now. So many people can't deal with it. They cannot have self-reflection. They can't go back and say, you know what? It's time to do something different. I got lied to. It's, it's time to change this up now. They can't do it. They cannot do it. Hence, you see what happened at Trader Joe's yesterday. Majority of almost all stores I know. I've worked in retail before. I know a lot of people have worked in retail. Know a lot of people basically that own businesses, that work at businesses, that manage businesses. And pretty much the base for almost every business is – if somebody is stealing an item from your store, unless, you know, obviously it's a bank or it's a jewelry store, it's a Rolex store, something like that, majority of stores, Walmart, Publix, Trader Joe's from what I've heard before, if you're stealing something, they just let you run out and they call the cops on you. They got you on camera. Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. You know, was somebody stealing bananas? Quite frankly, man, if they're stealing bananas, they probably need the bananas more than you do. You know, it's so most of these stores, including Walmart's the same way, they just have law enforcement either on duty, on detail, or they call them if there's an issue. And that, that's about the extent of it. They tell their employees, do not chase them. Do not go and tackle the perpetrator. Because what happens is, some guy runs out of the store with bananas, you go tackle him. Now it's exactly what Dad just said. Now he goes back and sues you and sues Walmart because he broke his wrist when that guy tackled him. They don't want liability exposure, and Trader Joe's just opened themselves up to a massive, massive liability suit yesterday if any of those people actually wanted to escalate it and file charges, which none of them did. They pretty much all left, but this is where people have to start realizing now. Everybody has the right to wear a mask if they want. Everybody has the right to not wear a mask if they want. It's the great thing about America you have the ability to pretty much do whatever you want within reason. And this concept of telling people that you're healthy, you're perfectly healthy, but you still have to wear a mask is so beyond lunacy it boggles my mind. If you're sick and you have to go outside for something and you're coughing and hacking and you know you're sick and contagious, by all means, you probably need to be strapping a full-blown double respirator on. Or just not even go outside. Just stay at home until you recover. But this idea that healthy people have to put a face diaper on because it protects other people. What are you protecting them from if you're healthy? That's my million-dollar question. What, what are you protecting them from if you're healthy? If you're not contagious and you're not sick and people go, oh, it's the asymptomatic spreaders. Dude, they've already shot that entire concept into the ground, and I said that from the very beginning. I said, isn't it ironic 
that we allegedly have this virus that's so deadly, so contagious, so horrific, that's spreading like wildfire, that you have to go get a test to find out if you even have it because you have no symptoms. That was the whole concept with asymptomatic spreading. Then China finally did a report, research study on what, over 9 million people. And then they took the people out that basically were asymptomatic, that were sick and asymptomatic with no symptoms, and they looked at them inside of their homes with their family that were around them, and there was zero, zero transmission of COVID from asymptomatic spreaders. Why is that? It's because it's a lie. There is no asymptomatic spreading. If you catch COVID, you know you catch COVID. You got symptoms from it. The whole concept is people are running around and they're super sick, but they have no symptoms and they feel healthy and they feel great. And they're super energetic. It's so beyond stupid. It doesn't even make sense to me. And the fact that the scientific world actually took this to heart and promoted it shows you the level of stupidity that's actually in the science world. People go, oh, it's science. It's not science. Just because somebody says it's science doesn't make it science. That, that concept seems to elude a lot of people. If somebody walks outside and they say, listen, 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 the sky is not blue. It is purple because it's science. And all of a sudden people go, oh, it's purple. It's because of science. And you go, dude, it's not purple. It's blue. Look at it. You're a science denier. Science said it's purple. You go, Dude, y'all are nuts. I don't know what y'all are on, but y'all need to go get a reality check on what's happening. That's the funny part about what we've seen now. So, again, continue to get this truth out there and continue to keep waking people up. Also, too, ironically, in Sweden now, they have seen a massive drop in deaths over the last two months, even with virtually no serious restrictions. And now they're starting to say in England that they're starting to see a drop in deaths in England, in the UK, and they're contributing to the unbelievably strict lockdowns. No, it's because the World Health Organization said that the PCR test was basically going to be brought down, I think, what, from 40 cycles to 30 or 35 cycles now, which they blatantly said this is going to reduce the cases because you're going to have a lot less false positives. And on top of that, you're going to have a lot less morbidities from COVID because, hey, people aren't going to be testing positive anymore on the you know, in the morgue because the test isn't going to be as sensitive to every single viral particle that's in the air. So I thought that was interesting as well. Also, too, got to give North Dakota a hand on this. You know, North Dakota, South Dakota has been very, very open this whole time. North Dakota now, State Senator Tom Kading has now introduced legislation that will instruct the Attorney General to review the constitutionality of each and every executive order signed by the clown in office, and basically if any of these executive orders violate the Constitution or the rights of North Dakotians, the Attorney General is going to be instructed to nullify it. The state is not going to follow the executive order. This is the same thing they've done now in Missouri that they're working on. Actually, a county in Missouri did it, and they're actually working on a state level to get the Attorney General to evaluate any and all new gun laws that may go into effect federally, and that they will not help Law enforcement under any circumstance, as far as federal law enforcement, will not help them under any circumstances enforce those laws. And the state of Missouri is actually working on one that will actually charge criminally any state, county, or city law enforcement in Missouri if they aid federal agents in basically going in and executing federal gun charges. This is very, very big, and this is very, very important. The reason why I've said this and Dad said this and I've continued to say this, you have to make sure you're getting locked in 
on a local level. And you have to make sure that we're working on this from the ground up, trying to take the big, giant octopus, the federal government and the Federal Reserve, on straight head-on-head. It's never going to work from the from the populace. We have to start this on a city, county, and state level. The more states that continue to stand their ground, like Florida has with DeSantis, the more cities and counties, like the one in Missouri, what we've seen down here in Polk, what we've seen in numerous other places around the country, though the longer and the harder that we push back, the more difference it's going to make. And like Dad said yesterday, and I'm fully in agreement with this, I think one of the reasons why there was such significant Weather warfare against Texas over the last week is because of what Governor Greg Abbott talked about as far as making the entire state a Second Amendment sanctuary state and talking about seceding from the United States and going on their own independent power grid because of what's been happening with the you know clown in office coming in now and basically shutting down all these energy sectors. I think this, this, this was basically to punish Texas because the level of storm that came in and the intensity and the level of snow has been unprecedented. Now, one my uh, brother-in-law, he lives out in Texas, and there's been videos. If you guys remember this a while back ago, there's been videos of people that they were taking ice or the snow that was coming down, and they were trying to melt it. And they'd take a lighter to it, basically put it over a stove, and it was basically burning like styrofoam. And it stunk and everything else. Well, last time I checked, I've been in the snow before. Snow melts pretty quick. You don't generally even have to put a lighter to it. You know, if you take it inside and you put it between your hands, it's going to start melting and dripping everywhere. And he said this stuff has been very strange. I asked him, I said, please do me a favor. I said, whenever you can get a chance, because they're getting power back on now, I said, take some of the snow that you've been trying to burn, and I said, put it in a, you know, a saucepan, a clean saucepan, and take a clean glass vial that you've basically you know distilled and washed and cleaned out as best you can and i said try to melt down that snow in a pot try to melt it down see what it does see if it melts down the water for melts down to like an oil base or a sludge or whatever it does and i said then put it in the glass container and i said i'll send you a label and i said i'm going to send it to a independent third party assay testing lab and i'm going to have it analyzed and see what toxins and what compounds and what things are in this if there are any i don't know i'm in florida i don't get snow <laughs> so i don't have that luxury of doing that right now and he said he's going to work on it cuz i've seen a lot of people make these claims where they say the snow doesn't melt or it smells like styrofoam or it burns but i haven't personally done it so i'm very curious to see what's in this snow and what the assay is going to come out with so i'll keep you guys posted on that if i can and actually get a sample of it and get it to a lab testing because if in fact we test this and it has all types of insane levels of metals and toxins and compounds or whatever then we're going to know for a very specific fact that there was significant warfare done as far as from a weather standpoint on texas and if not then we know that basically it was just regular snow and nothing really changed but we've seen there's you can look at the research for the last 50 60 years and that's talked about in detail the cia weather warfare is not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. You can look up the own research on it. They talk about it on Wikipedia. This has been going on for decades and decades. So it doesn't really – doesn't. it's not that far-fetched to say what happened in Texas was not an accident, especially what we saw over the last two months with how militant Texas has been with not abiding by these unbelievably illegal, unconstitutional demands that the clown in office has been demanding. So I'll keep you guys apprised on that. What's your next story, bud? You know, it's interesting you say that, Austin, because we had one of our listeners from Texas. I, I spoke with her on the phone, and she's without water, without heat. She has animals in the house, and 
And, you know, I started talking to her and she told me that they were going to go ahead and start boiling and melting snow in order to have drinking water. And I told her, I said, absolutely not. I said, they, they, Dane Whittington years ago, because he lives up on Mount Shasta out on the West Coast, and he basically went up to the higher levels, eight, 9,000 feet, and he took snow, and he analyzed it. It was so high in aluminum and barium, it was absolutely poisonous. And I, and I told my friend, I said, do not drink this. I said, don't give it to your animals. Don't even wash your dishes with it. I said, the only thing that water is probably going to be fit for is to flush the toilet. That's it. And you go, whoa. I said, yeah, don't you? There, there was a time in the United States, <laughs> a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, that we could actually drink snow. You know, we could melt it and we could use it for water. But with ice nucleation now being used and chemical nucleation in the upper ionosphere being used to force this giant storm front into Texas with this huge amount of snow and ice, there's something else going on because the normal the temperatures in that area do not facilitate this type of deep freeze. They've done something, and they must have used tremendous amounts of geoengineering in order to do it and tremendous amounts of chemicals. Because, again, like you said, the folks in Texas, there are multiple succession movements going on right now. They've had enough. And like I mentioned yesterday, their power grid was independent of that of the United States. And so now they're showing them you can't have an independent power grid because what if you have a national emergency in the United States and it flows over into Texas like this giant storm? You'll be on your own, Texas, and you'll all die. Yep. Well, that's not true, but that's what they made them believe. So now the succession movement is going to be really put on the back burner. Guys, remember a few years ago, we were actually about to get suppressors due to the hearing act basically taken off the band list with atf and suddenly right before the meeting happens in congress and the vote takes place because it should have gone through we have people get shot at a baseball softball game up in dc and the senator who was pushing all of us gets them getting shot oh yeah that's how these guys work and it happens all the time like that you can't start thinking for yourself peasant if you start thinking for yourself You'll suddenly find that you won't have the ability to do what you want to do because they'll take those options away from you, like go to work because there's eight inches of snow on the road that's packed down to ice and you can't drive a car on the interstate. I spoke to our Dawson's brother-in-law last night, and I said to him, I said, we have the ability. There's a, there's a room. We've got a room there in a Marriott in Fort Worth in Dallas, close to where you are where they have heat and water, would you like for me to get a room for you for tonight? I, we called him up, and I had spoken to the lady from Marriott. She's on the phone with me. I asked her, I said, well, I'll go ahead and just call him and call you guys back. She said, no, no, don't do that. I've been getting phone calls all day and having to tell people in Texas that we don't have any rooms available. In Austin, we don't have any rooms available for 50 miles in all directions around Austin because everybody's left their homes and gone to the hotels, which many have backup generators and water supplies. And I went, whoa. She goes, and many of the hotels are just closed because they don't have backup generators and water supplies. But the reality is when we spoke to Mark about going to the room last night, he said, I can't get there. The roads are completely covered in ice. I can't drive on the roads. They're so bad. This is the extent of the resolve of the people who wanted to stop the succession movement in Texas because they don't want the United States to get the idea they can step away from this federal government nightmare that we've got ourselves into. 
And, and that's, that's, that's how bad it is. But do not drink the water from the snow. Whatever you do in Texas, do not do that. In fact, I don't recommend drinking snow water from any place anywhere in the United States now because every square kilometer of every part of the country is completely controlled through geoengineering. By the way, there's an interesting article from Zero Hedge, and it's called by, it's, it's authored by Simon Black on SovereignMan.com, and it says an absurd look at the Marxist ultra-woke educational system in 2021. In honor of Black History Month, schools across the land of the free are adopting a curriculum that are being pushed from the organization Black Lives Matter, which is a communist organization. Curiously, the Black Lives Matter school curriculum has absolutely nothing to do with history, let alone black history. Inside, the organization presents an entirely Marxist, ultra-woke agenda. The first clue that the website literally states, we engage comrades <laughs> through the curriculum's 13 guiding principles. One of these guiding principles is disrupting the Western-prescribed nuclear family structure to replace it with villages that collectively care for one another and especially our children. What? Sounds like Hillary Clinton, doesn't it? it takes a village. Wait, what? Our children, now we're supposed to award untold influence over our children to self-described trained Marxists? But this only scratches the surface. Under the organization's Universal Declaration of Human Rights, there are lesson plans which endeavor to teach young students about why they should join trade unions when they become an adult. And they go on to teach everyone, quote, is entitled to economic, social, and cultural help from your government, end quote. That's worked real well in the Soviet Union, didn't it? They couldn't feed themselves. One resource is the curriculum advocates printing money to implement system-wide Social justice shock, including free universal health care and direct subsidies, a universal basic income. Another teaches that white supremacy, here we go, guys, listen, is the fundamental component of our founding documents. The Constitution was not a document to promote democracy, but to prevent it. My students engage in an activity where they see this unfold in the classroom. One lesson plan instructs leaders to have their students write your own hex poem satanic remember black lives matter satanic organization write your own hex poem causing cursing specific people who have been agents of police terror or global brutality including small microaggressions i.e people who say all lives matter should be cursed and they do this with incredibly young impressionable children who absorb everything like a sponge because they're in a state of brainwave state, and they don't have the ability to differentiate the truth. For example, the curriculum suggests instructing kindergarten students that everyone gets to choose if they're a boy or a girl or both or neither or something else as part of freeing ourselves from the tight group of heterosexual thinking brought to us by the white suppressors. This seems totally inappropriate, inappropriate for a five-year-old. I mean, to be fair... Some of the curriculum is grounded in good intentions. They teach kids that everyone has a right to be themselves, and discrimination is stupid. Those are the great lessons, but by the way, they cram it down everyone's throat. It's appalling. For example, the curriculum resource was written by an individual who describes as a queer, disabled, autistic, non-binary, femme writer with disability and transformative justice worker. Wait a minute. I really want to listen to and have my children be trained by somebody who identifies as a queer, disabled, autistic, non-binary femme writer and disability transformative, transformative justice worker. You can't make this crap up. I mean, what the heck? 
Can't you just be a boy or a girl anymore? Can't you just be Bob or Susan? Can't you be anything anymore? No. This is pure Kabbalah. Now, nobody wants to blow it out and teach it out like we talk about the Kabbalah. This is pure Satanism. All of these movements, including what Marx did, and all of the guys who wrote the Communist Manifesto, and all of the people who pushed this Bolshevik revolution through Russia, all of the top leaders were Kabbalists. They studied the Zohar. It is the foundational work of all Satanism, witchcraft, communism, weirdos, on the entire planet, it has been and always will be. It was written in 72 AD. It's a giant, demonic, cursing book that nobody should ever be involved with or read. Nobody should be involved in the Kabbalah. It's a bunch of sick, sick stuff, and it's brought us this, cultural Marxism through the Frankfurt School. This is the group that's done this, and we need to stand against this. But again, Christians have their head in the sand, and they say, oh, no, 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 none of this is happening, or they won't organize. They won't get on a local level. They won't get involved with their mayor elections or their school board elections or their city council elections. They won't go down and say, no, this is not okay. We want God-fearing people who believe in Jesus Christ. Now, if they're not Christians, we needlessly have people who aren't stupid who say things like, oh, by the way, we're going to do what's good for the community. We're going to build a giant Amazon warehouse down the street, which is going to destroy everybody who lives in this area with incredible amounts of traffic and all these other people that are being bussed in. Wait a minute. Maybe we need to find people who aren't just stupid, who aren't self-serving. Then you find out that they're involved in the Amazon building warehouse, and they're involved in getting kickbacks or money or making profit from the sale of the land and, 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 and. This is what's happening in local politics, and it percolates up to the national level. We've got to do exactly what Austin said in an earlier segment today. We've got to get involved in local and county segments and politics and people who are running because we have to start figuring out how to fix this mess from the ground roofs up because you can't take on the federal government. You can't take on a hellfire missile. You can't do it. I'm going to stand out here and defend myself. I've got myself an AR-15, and I've got myself a 20-round magazine. You see that drone? It can't touch me. No, that Hellfire missile won't touch me. Watch this. I'm going to shoot that drone down. It's only at 10,000 feet, and that Hellfire missile won't come near me. You watch this. And all of a sudden, there's a big flashbang, and it's gone. Yeah. You think, well, they wouldn't do that. Why don't you watch the videos out of Iraq? Why don't you watch the videos out of these areas that we've gone in and quote liberated <laughs> God, and they all of a sudden they're having a funeral or they're having a wedding and suddenly they all blow up and there's 40 or 50 people that die as collateral damage along with little children but that's okay because it's not here well you gotta keep it over there so it doesn't come over here hey how about we just leave everybody alone let them do their own thing have proper immigration policies don't allow a bunch of weirdos to come into the united states who want to usurp our government and leave the people alone so they don't hate us hey if you kill every single person in my family including all my grandchildren all of my children and i'm left as a lone survivor i'm gonna be pretty ticked off and i'm gonna do everything i possibly can to get you out of my country and that's what we've run into in the middle east isn't it and so that's why we have roadside bombs and all the other crazy stuff we are the people. We are the invaders. The United States, NATO, we're the ones that have gone to these other countries. Now they say we're leaving Afghanistan. Well, the only reason we're going to leave Afghanistan is because we've got the poppy fields under control. We've got enough 
private personnel in place to control and to monitor the poppy fields and protect the poppy fields. And we have so much corruption now with the local officials who are growing the poppy fields and getting huge amounts of money and kickbacks from the drug companies who are manufacturing the opiates and from the pharmaceutical companies along with the – how should I say? I talked about this yesterday – all of the – mafiosa families all over the world that are controlling afghanistan now and they control the infrastructure and they got a pretty good thing going over there they figure in afghanistan they weren't doing much anything over there besides you know you know raising a few sheep every once in a while and now they've got these thousand square miles of poppy production thousand square miles 1.5 trillion dollars a year and those are the old numbers. It could be much higher than that since they doubled the production under Donald Trump. But, of course, Donald Trump had nothing to do with that. Just like Joe Biden, he was a figurehead. Always remember that. Austin, what do you think? You're 100% right. That's exactly what we've seen now. And if we do actually pull out of Afghan, it's just because we have ample enough contractors over there now that are going to handle the security measures. That's, exactly. that's the only reason. The whole the whole idea of us going into Afghanistan to rid the world of terrorism, well, you know, it's really easy to stop majority of terrorism. One, one way to do it is you stop funding the terrorists and giving them weapons. I'll still never forget the video that surfaced on Live League and then a bunch of other independent streaming sites, obviously like YouTube and stuff, they immediately pulled it down. It was back under Obama. And they had a C-130 transport plane was doing airdrops, resupply drops, right? And this video comes out of these ISIS fighters and they're like recording it of all these airdrops that literally like land in their field and they start going through them. And, oh man, here, hey, we got another pallet of frag grenades. Hey, we got another pallet of 50 BMG ammo. Oh, that'd be good. You know, for the big tacticals. Oh, we got, we got another pallet of RPGs over here. Oh, we got another pallet of ammo. They're going through it. They're literally going through it, opening up the stuff on it. And you know, they're all, they're all speaking in, you know, basically uh, different languages. And then all of a sudden the DOD comes out and they go, um, um, well, you know what? It was a logistics problem. We accidentally dumped the resupply, you know, resupplies uh, in the wrong area. We just, it was a mistake. You know, they're, they're supposed to be over here. They landed over here. And everybody kind of looks and goes, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't even believe you believe that. I mean, come on now. The military is definitely inefficient with some stuff, but they're not complete and total idiots, especially when you're doing airdrops and resupplies. Um, yeah, we meant to drop that 80 kilometers over here. We didn't, we didn't mean to drop it right there, right on top of the ISIS stronghold. Whoops. No, it's because the video surfaced. They didn't want everybody knowing that they were resupplying the very terrorists that we were allegedly fighting. The whole thing was a complete and total sham from the very beginning. Even the whole concept of us invading over there, as we've found out now, the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And so that's the thing that I always tell people. When they go, oh, the, the government wouldn't lie to us about a virus. You know, they, they wouldn't lie to us about this. They're, they're, they're trying to help us. And my response is, but they've lied to us about almost everything else. Why would they start telling the truth now? That's <laughs> the million-dollar question. Why would they start telling the truth now? You see some of these mayors and some of these governors now have literally become completely drunk with power, drunk with power. I mean don't, don't even know how to stand up straight because they're so drunk with power. And do you think they're going to let loose this now? Do you think they're going to – just everything's going to go back to normal? People, people said that left and right. Oh, you know what? It's, I'm, the masks are almost over with. 
once the election's over, everything's going to go back to normal. You guys remember hearing that? You remember hearing all, all the Q followers? Listen, after the election, everything's going to go back to normal. Well, guys, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but it's been four months and nothing's back to normal. It's actually even more abnormal than it was before. You have people, clerks in grocery stores physically assaulting customers that are trying to leave after they've overpaid for their products that they're trying to walk out with because they won't wear a face diaper in the store. I mean, this is where it's gotten now. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the supporting your local businesses. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. We really, really have to continue to do this on a local level. And it's exactly like Dad and I have just said. We can't just go straight head on with this. We have to have some tactics. We have to have some finesse. And that means the local cities, the local counties, the states, you have to start getting laws put into place to protect us. Just like in Missouri, just like in that county, just like in North Dakota, just like they tried in Texas. And I hope, I hope the resolve of the Texans is so strong, like it's always been. I hope after this whole thing blows over, and they continue to clear everything out, and they get the roads clean, and they get the infrastructure back running again, I hope this make them want to stand their ground even stronger now. I really do, and I support them at every which step of the way. Because if Texas does it, that's why they don't – that's why – that's why this happened. Texas is such a big footprint, and Texas is such a leader in so many areas. If Texas does it, the rest of the country is going to go, oh, well, Texas did it. Heck, we're going to move to Texas. Or Heck, let's put our own laws in here, like Missouri, like North Dakota, like Florida. Let's do it here. It's going to set a precedent, a very, very big precedent. This is what's so important we have to do right now. You have to have tactics with things like this. You can't just go, hey, we're going to go run up to the Capitol, the largest military pretty much populace with 25,000 National Guards, and we're going to go run into the Capitol building and stomp up and down and make a big point. You see how that worked for everybody? All they did was use it as a pretext now to go after everybody that was there. I mean, even Bank of America showed their butt now, gone in and handed over hundreds and hundreds of people's financial information without even subpoenas or warrants, by the way. I'll add that. They didn't get served with subpoenas or warrants to release that. They basically got asked for it. Uh, you, you care if we see all the financial statements from tens of thousands of customers? Uh, you care? Oh, sure. Bank of America goes, here, you want anything else? You want their social? You want their routing number? You want all their bank statements? Yeah, dude, we'll give you anything they want. Literally handed everything to them on a platter. Now, you should see a huge exodus from Bank of America on that. At least I would hope because I've encouraged people. Put money where they actually respect you. Banks, for some reason now, have lost respect for the people that actually make them money. Remember, the only reason a bank functions, the only reason a bank makes money is because of its customers. That concept eludes a lot of banks now. This is something that you have to do is vote with your dollars. I've told you guys that repeatedly, and I try to do that every step of the way. If you support a company that's basically taking care of you or they're respecting your rights or they're really standing up for truth, support them. You know, even if you just want to buy, you know, one product from offline or you want to go to their store, support them. That's why I encourage everybody, even if you don't want to buy vitamins, thank you for buying your toothpaste from us. Thank you for buying an ultimate multiple. If you want to start with a multivitamin, we try to do the best we can here at Health Masters to not only produce the highest quality supplements we can produce, but we try to give the best customer service we can, even for a small, local, family-owned company. That's why we always have people on the phone. I will never, ever, ever, ever 
send my customers phone calls to a call center or especially to another country. Golly, I would never sub them out. We want to make sure we give everybody the best service we can. That's why we try to ship stuff out same day. You guys know that most of our customers and listeners. Now, the shipping over the last couple of months, not on our end, but with UPS and FedEx and Priority Mail has been downright horrific to be honest with you, the ship times that had nothing to do with us we did the best we could and that's just simply because of the amount of total volume nationally that's been shipping out but that's why i tell people dude, if you need something right now call us up we have great next day and second day prices if you guys need anything right now be sure to check out the website the product of the week the purple sticks unbelievably popular product everybody loves them really really good natural pre-workout without adding in a bunch of horrible horrible stimulants Really, really good tasting product, really effective, really, really clean, even has the B12 methacobalamin in it. Did you guys know that's the only B12 will run in anything? If you don't know about that, research it on the website, the difference between cyanicobalamin B12 and methylated B12. We're here to help you guys out the best we can, so thank you for the support. Continue to get this information out there. Also, too, be sure to check out the super sale on the B complex, our fully methylated B vitamin formula, one of the strongest you will find on the market and by far one of the cleanest and highest quality. That's also on sale right now. So thank you again. Continue to stay awake, my friends. Continue to spread the truth. Push out all the truth you can and continue to wake people up. Stay prepared as always. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Thank you for your support. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.